Welcome back, fine counsel, to another episode of Random Encounters. I am Nick. I'm Matt. And we are here to talk about a random monster pulled from a random monster manual. This week we are talking about a monster pulled from Cobalt Press's Tome of Beasts. I've said it before and I will continue to say it. If you are at all interested in just D&D monsters, monsters in general, or especially if you're a DM, get a hand on Creature Codex and Tome of Beasts by Cobalt Press. They're so very good. So, so very good. This week, we are going to open up to page 51 in Tome of Beasts. And I will start with a little flavor text. Matt, you're not going to get this. (laughs) <laughs> this is not nothing, and it's not often in a Cobalt Press joint that you will find something that's, oh, well, this is a blank. Yeah. Unless it's a variety of dragon. Gotcha. Maybe you will you could figure out, oh, this is a void dragon or something like that, but this is one of those that just narp. Out of left field. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just going to tell you, it's called a cambium. Okay. Cambium. C-A-M-B-I-U-M. Our flavor text. Unfolding impossibly from beneath voluminous robes, this creature's pockmarked, spindly arms end in clusters of narrow spikes. Its long, hollow, needle-like fingers and its many-jointed arms move with surprising speed and strength for such an emaciated creature. It is so gross-looking. Okay. It is definitely nightmare fuel yeah that i I did not expect that many arms it's really cool yeah it's based on the image i see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten arms yeah and no real head maybe like a a wide-brimmed hat on top that we can assume maybe a head is under but it's mostly just a ragged robe and a bunch of pale-skinned sickly clawed arms it's like a clive barker creation oh yeah definitely definitely as we see there's a cenobite literally up on the shelf up there a little my little pinhead uh sculpture yeah it is very barkerian without a doubt this guy is a challenge of 14 so it's a hefty one okay The cambium skulks through mortal society, hunched and contorted, concealing its nine-foot height and its supernumerary arms. So it walks through, like, a city just as a kind of a tall, hunched guy. Essentially, (laughs) like, you could pass this thing on the street. And you don't know that underneath that that big robe is just... Bunch of different arms and hands. Bunch of needle Death. arms. Yeah. The the source of Cambium's interest lies in every mortal body, the four humors, which it drains in precise amounts, sometimes to fix its own imbalances, sometimes to concoct serums meant for sale in hellish markets. Oh, that's even cooler flavor. <laughs> that's That means there's an intelligence there yeah. as opposed to just a wild... Yeah, a, a wild desire to just like drink your humors. Its victims are left in a desperate state, eager for a corrective fix and willing to obey the Cambium's every whim as servants and toadies. What? 
<laughs> After a sufficient crop has been harvested, the cambium abandons these addicts to die slowly from violent withdrawals and allows the local population to lie fallow for a decade or so. What a hook. What an adventure hook. How cool is that? This is your end boss. You this come is... upon a village oh, where there's like a sick house where these people are like shaking and and going through withdrawals and they don't know what's going on. How cool. But what an even cooler hook where this you you come across maybe the beginning of this and you hear of a decade earlier mm. this happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like Pennywise, it, it basically. Yeah, it happens regularly enough that it's like in the city lore. Yeah. Every 10 years, oh. this oh. gets all messed up in town. That's so cool. He's the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah. It requires a, a research. It requires yeah. a lot of poking around in not in just that city, but like maybe nearby cities. Maybe he has a specific path or something. Well, that's the thing. The question becomes... Is does he go dormant for ten years or does he travel? Oh, I think he I think he travels. He travels, yeah. so he's in a loop basically yeah. every ten years. Yeah, it's like it's like like Neanderthals would go yeah. with he, the season. He's a traveling salesman. Yeah, exactly. He's uh like the guy with the big cart in the Wizard of Oz. There. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Wow. It, it has a speed of forty feet. It has innate spell casting. Where it can constantly cast levitate. Okay, I was it just is, gonna. It is constantly. Is is his speed like like a fly speed or is it? It's a, a bunch a of levitate hands. speed, I guess. Okay, because it would. How creepy would it be where his robes lift up a little bit and just hands are yeah. padding <sighs> across the ground? Yeah, I mean, based on the picture, there are hands coming out where there ought to be feet, exactly. but that feels more like. Like a squid, essentially, yeah. where it's it's they're not actually feet because he is able to float through exactly stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. At will, he can, it can cast alter self, detect thoughts, hold person, plane shift, and spare the dying. Spare the dying. <laughs> oh, what an awesome touch! And then three times a day, it can cast Cure Wounds, of course. Ray of Sickness, also, of course. Wow. Protection from Poison and Heal. And it has a damage immunity to Poison. That's curious. Okay. That's really neat. And then one, one day, once a day, it can cast Finger of Death. <laughs> oh, so cool. Wow. So cool. The Cambium makes four Needle Finger Attacks. Needle fingers attacks with its multi attack. Holy cow! This thing is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, let's see. Uh, it has a reach of ten, because why wouldn't it? Okay. Plus ten to hit one target. A hit of three d ten plus five piercing. In addition, the target must make a DC nineteen con saving throw. If it fails, the cambium can either inflict ability damage or imbalance humors. A target makes the saving throw just once per turn, even if struck more by more than one needle fingers attack. Ability damage three times a day. When the target of the Cambium's needle fingers fails its con saving throw, one of its ability scores, Cambium's choice, is reduced by 1d4. 
until it finishes a long rest. Oh if this God. reduces a score to zero, the creature's unconscious until it regains at least one point. That's old school. That's three five like like ability damage. Yeah. That's insane. And so, that's the the biggest punishment there is you have to recalculate everything. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the worst. That's, you better hope that you're running it on some kind of you know a program uh, uh, some where program, it does it. Yep. exactly. Roll twenty or something like that. Yeah. But that's so, awesome. You can't. You cannot die from ability damage from the Cambion, though. Yeah, it just says you go unconscious. Okay, because yeah, most of the time, if you go to zero on what almost any ability damage, you die. Is that true? Is yeah, that, yeah. Strength, con, straight death. Straight, or, yeah, I think. Yeah. Or is it like do you get your rolls? You get your saving rolls. Well, it's three five, so it's not a. Oh, you're talking three five. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I think there is some sort of saving oh, mechanic, yeah. but I don't remember because, exactly what it is. Because in 3.5, you didn't have saving throws. You just had... How did that work in 3.5? You five? go below... I knew if you went negative your hit points, yeah, you were dead dead. Exactly. But what happens if you were laid out? Were you just down? You couldn't... You didn't need to stabilize or anything? Yeah, it was... I think that was the... My God, it's been a long time since I played three. Yeah, it's, um, but I'm not sure how that would translate to ability damage because some of it, I think, like if your intelligence score and maybe your wisdom goes to zero, then you're just that would incapacitated. Un- yeah, that seems like unconscious. To exactly. Me. But con or strength makes total sense to be dead. Yeah. Dex, nah. No. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but that's and charisma certainly not. But no, you're just a blob. Yeah. Uh, so. When needle fingers, they could either do the ability damage or imbalance humors. So imbalance humors three times a day if they don't make their saving throw. They can choose to do sanguine flux. The target cannot be healed naturally or magically until after their next long rest. Caloric flux. Caloric. Caloric flux. The target becomes confused for 3d6 rounds. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns to shrug off the flux before the duration ends. And it's confusion based on as the spell. Yeah. Melancholic flux. The target is incapacitated for 1d4 rounds and slowed for 3d6 rounds. The target can repeat the saving throw, blah, blah, blah. Phlegmatic flux. A successful DC 18 con saving throw negates this effect. So, you would need to make two con saves if you wanted phlegmatic flux. Yeah. A failed saving throw means the target gains one level of exhaustion, which lasts for 3d6 rounds. Wow. This thing is... Yeah. Too cool. Languages, common, draconic, infernal, condition immunities... Oh, damage immunity is poison. Oh, so the protection from poison is for its victims, not itself. Yeah, there we go. So damage immunity is poison. Condition immunity is exhaustion and poisoned. This is creepy. This almost feels like this. It's just a little too cool to be it, but it almost feels like a creature from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
Yeah. I never saw much of Buffy, never really got into it, but it feels like it ought to be in that. I can see that for sure. Especially given the the flavor of the monster. It, mm-hmm. it seems like it would lend pretty well to that environment. It feels like a, a monster of the week attacking a town. We need to figure out what to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. would dumb it down a little bit because obviously it wouldn't be as powerful yeah. if it's fighting a group of teenagers. But mm. still, yeah, it has that. There's a lot of of fiction based around just the dealer basically, which is kind of what he is. Interesting. Okay. That being said, I was just going to ask the, the sentence is its victims are left in a desperate state, eager for a corrective fix and willing to obey the cambiums, every whim as servants in toadies. Yeah. There's nothing in the mechanics for that. What would you do? How would you make that? How would you fit that in? If I was the the DM, I think I would have that. There's my army. I mean, that's... No, but how would you have with the players, with the PCs fighting this thing, and they get hit with oh. an imbalance of humors? Oh, that's interesting. It, it would be... And they may never see it. Assuming they're strong enough that they can just take it out. Sure. Or even better, they take it out and then they go into like withdrawal or something. I was just going to ask. It doesn't disappear if they take it out, I'm I'm assuming. So they... They would still be affected by it. But how do you... How are they affected by it? How do you make your players affected by... uh, Basically addicted to this thing? Yeah. Do a con save... Every yeah. time they get hit, do a con save to see if it affects them. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then if it does affect them, do you give them some sort of status condition or do you give them some more of like a like an RP type condition yeah. where you are compelled to do some like you're you're compelled to seek out maybe a different kind of drug. Oh, well, that's that's if they defeat it. You're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would, I would do both. Yeah, to be honest. But what about mid combat? Say f- first, first round, this thing hits on your fighter, oh. and it takes. We'll be nice and say it takes sanguine flux, which seems, in the moment, to be one of the the least bad. It's the target cannot be healed until after their next long rest. So it gets hit hit with Sanguine Flux in the first round. They fail their con save to prevent from getting the itch. Yeah. But you don't tell them what it is. You just, at the end of that combat, you have them roll. Or at the end of that round, rather, you have them roll a con. They biff it. And you're like, okay. Then what? Can you force your players to almost attack someone else? You can, yeah. Because I think that would be it. Like you're, oh, that would that would unbalance things like crazy. Yeah, it'd be really cool though, especially yeah. if they're not expecting it. I would think maybe disadvantage on attacks to the cambium. Oh, at for least, starters, at least. 
a compulsion. And once they fail that first con. Maybe they fail the first and it's disadvantage. But if you crit fail, you are enthralled for 1d4 rounds or something like that. Yeah. But it doesn't... Oh, it does... They'll obey the cambium's every whim. So, I mean, it speaks common. You throw yeah. that in there. You you have it. Talk to them. Exactly. You, as a free action, it's like, I, I, can, I can fix what hurts you. Especially... I can, I can give you what you need if you, if yeah. you take out this caster. Especially if it's a melee fighter and it's just whispering in its ear. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And, of course, as a DM you would have to move around the table and yep. go over to your player. Oh yeah. Yeah, you pass notes or you or you go over and whisper yeah, to them. Absolutely. And okay, yeah, that is really cool flavor. And then have them roll a I guess it would be another con to fight it. Yeah. To fight that compulsion. And every single time it whispers to them, they they need to 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 roll to fight it. Do you ever? Do you allow them to save out of that? Ever? I like, mean, in that combat. In that combat. Or is that a status effect that they they unless they get healed, like say. Say, but that being said, if they get hit with it, sanguine flux, I, I was they're not say, you can't. Yeah, with that one at least. Or is that is that like a, a just for that fight's purposes? I would say honestly, just a long rest would 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 cure them of that. Assuming they only got hit once. Okay. You know. Yeah, but maybe it's more of an RP thing then because. I would play it as maybe they're cured, but every so often mm-hmm. you're maybe it's one of the quiet moments. You're a little bored and you just kind of get a little roll me a count save. But and just, is this as if the cambium is still alive? No. Okay. If, if the addict, if the cambium is dead and the addiction is there at all, like I think that's the thing. Like, that's that's why alcoholics go to meetings because the addiction is always there. But this addiction is because they're in flux. Yeah, their humors are imbalanced. So I, I'm thinking if they get healed, their their humors are are fixed. Okay, humors humors being the 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 Elizabethan the the medieval way of thinking of our body that the sure. reason we're sick for one reason is because this humor the, it was it was phlegm. Blood. I don't remember. There were four of them, and they just needed to be imbalanced. And like, yeah. we need to put a leech on your eyeball and and call me in the morning. You know, yep. that kind of thing. So, so to me, with with it being the humors, okay, it feels like a physical malady as opposed to an actual addiction. Okay, but in terms referencing addiction in the book, it makes it seem like. Oh, this is the guy who can control the humors. This is the guy who can help me. So, of yep. course, I want to feel better. Okay. I guess that makes sense then. So, that's why I was thinking yeah. just a long rest, essentially. Uh, if if it's a if it's a light enough case, quote unquote, yep. you know. 
But that being said, it, the the humors are such it's such a, a a basic theory of medicine. I can see it being very feral, very that that's not the word I'm looking for. I can see it being highly effective that if if a it's not like oh i have a kidney stone so it's it's i only have four of these and if one is out of whack like a quarter of me is out of whack yeah so of course i'm going to be reacting strongly to it yep so so that this this has a lot of potential for for a really decent big bad guy yeah oh yeah for sure even at 14 i mean it's like it's it's two thirds of of your 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 adventure path yeah and i think the you can almost build in a i mean three quarters not two thirds but go on you can almost build in a um an imbalance of the party too cuz if you can land a hit within the first round or so yeah then there you go you're yeah you're gone from say one on four to two on three. Yeah. And yeah. even if they are a, a level above the cambium or whatever, by the time they get to them, that's still, that changes, that changes your challenge rating exactly, for sure. Exactly. That's the thing. Cause you just added a level 15 to that level 14. Correct. And, and presumably one of the stronger combatants, if he's you would think so, yeah. If he's coming up right on him, yeah. Like so, and it's someone you don't want to immediately beat the snot out of. It's someone you want to somehow restrain. You hope that somebody, yeah. one of your casters, has like a sleep or a hold person or something like yeah. that. And if that's the case, you could probably take out the barbarian pretty easily because they're they're. It would be. I think they're saving throws. I don't quite remember. Actually, sleep is based on the number of hit points, and you start with the lowest hit point first, which would not be your barbarian, but it's a certain area, so it might actually work. Yep. I love the idea of sleep, but it always, it's... Yeah, there's a couple hoops. The the mental gymnastics you have to do to make it work, I, I could never work. Now, this might just be flavor too, but... Because the Cambrium also has hold person, mm-hmm. just imagine if he was able to get that spell off and just slowly approach one of the players. Mm. You know, some somehow there's a, a barrier between, say, your barbarian or your fighter or whatever rushes in. He somehow erects a barrier, yeah, and then hits the barbarian with hold person. Yeah. And then you just build that suspense as he just walks slowly towards oh, him. Oh, reaches out with levitates. a couple clawed fingers. And, oh, yeah. yeah. You, you get hit with a hold. You trigger the trap. The door closes. The this You get hit with hold person, so yeah. you're not moving. This hunched figure walks very smoothly toward you. Yeah. And as it does, it straightens up to nine feet nine tall. Feet you don't see anything under the hat and the robe flows and opens up and you just see these these almost skeletal like needle fingered hands yeah what a what an image oh that is awesome this thing is so cool that is awesome 
And you you would assume getting to that room that this is like you've been through a dungeon or whatever it is. Oh yeah, you, you so you know this is the big bad. But this, this thing seems pretty friggin' intelligent enough oh, yeah. to have to have some some sort of security. Exactly. It's not living in a cottage Correct. at the on the edge of town. Yeah, it's know? either a, a wall goes up or the floor falls out between the the barbarian that yeah. rushes in something along those lines oh, where you can probably pass gosh. it fairly easily but not until he gets that off it takes time yeah, yeah. it yeah. takes just enough time oh man alive i like this thing a lot yeah yeah that yeah this is really cool this is a an awesome monster to honestly is this is the kind of monster you want as a dm it's not the, you know, another lich. It's not another dragon. It's something like that. It's mm. you can drop this thing pretty much anywhere. Sure. Dungeon, town, sure, you know, it's whatever. A, it's a large fiend neutral evil. It doesn't it's not undead specific. It's not a demon. It's a fiend, but fiend is such a broad term. Yeah. yeah. What if this was you're maybe you're in some kind of a city intrigue kind of campaign uh-huh. and this has a hold of the the king the mayor the whatever sure. of the town and that's what's making such a a problem for the pcs mm-hmm. and then they come to find out it is the the mayor but it's not really the mayor because he's kind of being controlled by yeah. this guy that's your big reveal at the end oh that's awesome yeah that's a great hook that's a that's a perfect hook i i I see this in a city, not just like a dinky oh, little yeah, yeah. town, for sure. Well, I see it in the encounter would be in the city, but I can see this going from town to town to town. And then like okay. the city is the, that's where you're going to catch up to it just because there's more there. Got but it. all those towns, that's where you're getting your lore. Yeah. Yeah. They're your, they're your breadcrumbs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you're starting to get breadcrumbs and level one. Oh, what a cool adventure. I want Yeah. And it's it's some parts some parts it's the main story from like so you get a couple breadcrumbs one through three. Sure. Then it's the main story four, five, six, and then you get distracted and then you have to go off. Like the game you're running for us. Like yes. we're we're completing all of the side quests before we even touch the main quest. Yeah. yeah. I can I can see and that was not technically our choice, but that's just how it, it fell for us yep. to play. But I I could see kind of interweaving this. Oh, so yeah. so you see Say they do they they really start to see things in four or five or six and you throw in like a mini boss at the end and you think, okay, we're done. And then say at level ten, more things come back and you work it back in. Exactly. And then they start to really realize, okay, there's yeah. there's something greater here. And then at level ten, you they work their way up to fourteen or fifteen, and then and then f- have to face this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Level ten is like when you get into the city and you realize mm-hmm. that this is where the cycle is now. And you, you know, yeah, what? we've if caught you, up to it. If you have a map, then you can almost trace it like a <sighs> like a hurricane. You know, yeah, the path of destruction. Exactly. Yeah. 
would you in that fight you're gonna go all out as the dm right like you're oh, gonna yeah. use all of those ability damages you're gonna use all of those imbalance humors it's only three per day exactly. so assuming they're in in it to 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 fight this thing they're only gonna get hit three times with these things correct yeah i would i would go all out i mean it's as long as that's by, hard by the time they get to it it's a, a well-balanced encounter like mm. they don't get there too early to the point where it's gonna kill oh, them, wreck them yeah yeah but yeah absolutely like this thing is way too cool to pull any punches mm-hmm. because what the party's gonna look back on this and say a i can't believe we beat <laughs> yeah. this thing but did you see what it did to yeah. To Olaf the Barbarian. And I've never to... seen anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. Did you see when it oh. levitated and its its robe opened oh, up? Oh, God, that image. I keep seeing it. I want to run that game so I know. bad. I want to have a player just email me or text me or whatever the next day and say, I just had a freaking nightmare because yeah. of you whispering in my ear oh. that it's time to go and oh my god and kill your party for your next fix or yeah. something if like i get that. killed i can't help you yeah so you need to stop that yeah oh. do you want to feel better god do you want to feel better oh and there's no mouth but it's still it's there's in no your, it's in your head. head but it still gets up close to you oh you yeah can feel it you can Oh. You swear you can feel its breath, but there's no actual breath. Yep. It's yep. just a cold. It's it's ice on the back of your neck. Oh, oh this, I, this thing this thing is so cool. Yeah. Thank you, Cobalt Press. Absolutely. Thank you. Do you do you focus fire with all those damages and imbalances? I mean, presumably you're it's unless it's bopping back and forth and taking attacks of opportunity. You kind of have to. You right? kind of have to. Yeah. And that's that's what the presumably it's not just a barbarian up there. Presumably there's like a cleric or yeah. a rogue or yeah. something like that. So it's not it's not just completely focus fire. Yep. So it could technically hit say the barbarian cleric and and rogue with each with an ability damage. So rogue takes the deck takes a deck yeah. strength for the barbarian and wisdom for the cleric or yeah you hit each one of them with with a con that way you weaken them to hit them with the humors. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you hope you better hope that that de- they're reduced by at least two to make that score go down oh, yeah. at least one. If not a four, you're going down two. That oh Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And and really genuinely hope. Okay, so here's the other one. Do you hit one, two, three with the ability damages and then one, two, three with the humors? Or do you hit the rogue? Do you hit the barbarian first with ability damage, then hit the barbarian with sanguine flux, so it can't be healed? Then I, move on to the cleric. I think you do. Yeah, yeah. I think you you target one, do your do your job, and yeah. then then get out. Then, then move on exactly. Because you don't know how long you have to drop these things on. Them. Absolutely, and also it ups the fear factor because you see the barbarian get hit mm-hmm. and then you see the result of the barbarian mm-hmm. getting hit because he gets this as yeah. well. 
And then... And then you turn on the rogue. Yeah. And then the rogue is, you know, it it's extra nightmare fuel. Which makes the... See, seeing seeing the, the barbarian get hit with the con and then ideally as a result fail that the imbalance of humors sure. check that seeing them lose that con it it on that seeing it for the first time they would think the rogue would be thinking oh it hit me with that i'm gonna lose my con yeah and then you say you lose you lose three to your decks yeah that is just like oh poop yeah your pants blood drain from your face exactly what the hell just happened to me it's so good the, to the pull the the the, the rug, rug out from yep. under him like that. The yeah. the idea of oh I I know what's going to happen and then you change it up oh, and yeah. it's not just the DM being like oh I want to add flavor it's like this is built into the rules of this thing. That's one of those things where they're like okay show me the book then. Yeah yeah, yeah. right right you're yeah. not just being a jerk. Yep. I believe that it says one of its ability scores cambium's choice. Yeah. And as I speak for the cambium, I've chosen dexterity. Exactly. <laughs> and let's not forget, the cambium makes four needle finger attacks, which yeah. means on the first in one single round, yeah. it can take out both the barbarian and the rogue doing those oh, things. Geez. Assuming yeah. assuming everything hits and all of the course, con saves fail, but like my God, one really what an good opener. round, what an opener! Yeah, just yeah, the morale is gone. The guy who who orders pizza every game just leaves. Yeah, just is like I don't want to play this game anymore. Oh, that is this might be the worst encounter to roll poor initiative. Yeah. Yeah, to have just just to have a a crappy day with your D twenty, like yeah. If the cambium goes first, you are <laughs> your party's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. That's the, if if we ever if we ever do merch, that will be on a t shirt. <laughs> if the cambium goes first, dot dot dot, and on the back it says the party's in trouble. Yeah, I like that a lot. Oh, it is. It is so cool. I and love then it. To have how just demoralizing would it be to have your the cambium have hold of of the cleric or the fighter or something the party has to basically kill it kill the fighter incapacitate it somehow but then to, for the cambium to use spare the dying to mitigate that oh or to heal it. Oh, to heal it to cure wounds. On... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Yep. Assuming they don't. Assuming they just they just try to take it down as opposed to sure. a hold person or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Oh. This is the possibilities. So endless. cool. So cool. I want to run a game just just selfishly just for the cambium yeah Un unreal the worst part is in order to do it right you're looking at years of prep <laughs> a long time yeah a lot of games to build up to it exactly yeah but that being said i wouldn't want it any lower than oh, 14 no, no. no way no no you definitely don't want it any lower than 14 and you also don't want to do it you don't want the cambium to be introduced as a as an encounter 
until you've laid all that groundwork. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or else it, it just it doesn't have the same flavor. It'll be far more effective. It's not the same as the Grave Behemoth. Oh, yeah. It's the Grave Behemoth is a really cool experience, but there's n- there's no underlying mechanism to really make it work yeah. as a great a, a, a great experience. It's a cool – a Grave Behemoth is a cool encounter. A Cambium is a cool campaign. campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh. this is the kind of thing that, you know, Wizards of the Coast or Pathfinder, whoever, they would build an entire module around. Yeah. It's a lich. It's a giant. It's a dragon. Exactly. And I I want to see the Cambium get some, some love. Yeah. So cool. That's and can we – it takes humors to concoct serums meant for sale in hellish markets. Yeah. Okay, so they go to Avernus. They go to one of the hell, one of the the levels of hell, and they see this thing at a stall in a bazaar in hell. What? That it's alone a, is yeah, really cool. It's a, just a really terrible flea market. Yeah. Like, oh. He just gives a little bro nod with his black hat just a hat just a yeah. hat bobbing yeah. yeah oh man and this is not a this is not a tarasque there is not just one of these in the universe oh absolutely this is a species of thing of large fiend now imagine if you played it where the cambium stole the the humerus yeah made the serum uh-huh and then you your mission is to go to hell and get it back would that be for the mayor for for example or would that be for one of the players i would say one for one of the players so, i mean you the mayor too maybe yeah. but i think it'd be even cooler if one of the players that way the cambium is still alive mm-hmm. the the itch is always there but they would you're always they a little would, out of whack they would have a handicap that whole time though they would okay they would. I mean, you would you would adjust the campaign accordingly, but sure. it would. I think it would be an interesting thing to do to kind of throw a monkey wrench in there, whether it's the, you know, the healing thing or or however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, hopefully you can balance the 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 handicap, whatever you decided. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, you can balance that and kind of. Say hey, sorry, but this campaign's basically about you. Yep, and and will RP mo- you get more RP because of it? Kind yeah. of thing. Hopefully, the player can appreciate that. Yeah, I think I think it's a little. Uh, I think you're playing a little bit with fire. Sure, just in terms of that person now feels like, oh well, I might as well be playing two levels lower or something. Yeah. So that's 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 a bit dangerous. But if sure. you have really good sports about the, uh, a player who's a really good sport about it. Yeah. It it could be pretty cool. It could be really it's it I mean it's one hell of a hook. Yeah. It is the 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 hookiest of hooks. Well, maybe it's one of those things where this isn't the full campaign. Maybe that's just like a little blip within like halfway through mm. you get hit with this. Maybe mm. out of nowhere, but then somehow you realize that you have to go get it. Yeah. So it's they were going to enter the city at level 10 and let's say level seven or something. This mm-hmm. happened. So 
you have to do a little pit stop at hell first. So you you don't ever actually you're not destined to fight this thing in in this example necessarily. Like the 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 goal to get those humors back is not to fight this thing. No, you're going to barter. Yeah, okay. You're going to either pay for it or give that give the cambium something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's a different crop of people or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like you're you gotta I'd have to think on that. Or that fe- is... it's fetch quest. You say, Give me this potion, it's my humors, and they're like, Okay, but you gotta give me this first. Sure. And it's 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 the chain the chain quest in exactly. in a lot of the Zeldas. Yeah. Um sure. Or frankly, many other games, but Zelda did it first, I think. I probably imagine. probably one of the first. Um I just finished uh Link's Awakening on the Switch, the wow. remake. So good. Yeah. So good. The 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 music and the 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 new the new animation style is just gorgeous. It's so yeah. good. That game is a lot of fun. So so that to me, that feels like a a two, maybe three sesh. Oh yeah, yeah. Side it's an quest. interlude, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, before but they get back into things, it's something to to almost give you an idea of what the cambium's about, mm-hmm. and then almost call it back once you hit level fourteen, mm-hmm. level fifteen, mm-hmm. and maybe the the ranger or the fighter or whoever had that happen to them. Mm. Oh, so they recognize. There's them. yeah. There's a God. they feel where they got the 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 prick basically mm. that that took that away you're like uh your arm just it, it's really cold yeah fan, phantom pains yeah, yeah it's like uh frodo when he got stabbed by the blade there yeah so yeah I, oh, man do you do you somehow even minorly reward the player who suffered through through three sessions with with that lack of humor, and I'm not sure how you would, but do you do you repay them in some way? I think you do, especially if they're they do not necessarily they do well, but they're they're really good sports about it. Yeah. They play along and they realize that you're not out to get them. Obviously, yeah, right, right. You know, but I think as long as you do that, then that's almost necessary in this kind of collaborative environment. Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it. The only thing I can really think of is like somehow you you lore explain it away that they now have advantage when they fight this thing. That's kind of what I was thinking in, yeah. in some way. They have advantage or maybe the uh, Cambium tries that on them and it doesn't work. Oh. Because it already had So they taken, have immunity. Yeah, it had already taken part of their, their humor. Hmm. Okay, so so they built up the antibodies. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. Huh. Precisely. That's cool. I like that. I like that, especially if it's going to be the barbarian. You know, then they just stand it and bang. Yeah. 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 The 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 hey, remember me? It's like he he. It's like the the kid who gets picked on in high school and then comes back and he's all like jacked and. Oh yeah. And, yeah. It's the the guy the off. bully kicks sand in your face, and then you do the you go into your local comic book. And, yeah, and right. <laughs> you come back you, a month later, and you're jacked. Yeah, and you're yeah. wearing X-ray specs and have realistic <laughs> scented dog poo. And, exactly. And whoopee cushion. Yeah, the classics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Out of one out of ten, 
How many humors would you give this thing? I'm going 10. I, I, I totally would do. I can't say anything bad about this as a as a character. Oh, it is. We've had a couple monsters where we don't know what to do with them mm. or where we're our options are fairly limited. Yeah. And they, they, they're good for what they are. If, if it, if they were based just on that, yes. Working as yep. intended does what it says on the tin. Exactly. Great. That's a 10. Thank exactly. you. I don't know if I've, if we have come across a monster yet that you can build an entire campaign around mm-hmm. and have it be probably one of the most memorable that you and your, your, whole party will have we'll see in their entire career so to yeah speak. yeah there the there's a fine balance in any of the monster manuals i don't care who the publisher is of this is fodder this is clearly fodder yep this is forgettable fodder this is pretty cool fodder and every now and then you find something made for the dm oh yeah and this is made for the dm Oh, yeah. So I mean, cool. You don't even have to be a really good DM to get a lot out of this. Yeah. Like, you can basically play it by the book, right. so to speak. And exactly. it's, it's ri- rules as written. It's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. But there is so much more. Oh, yeah. So much more that that can be done with this thing. And I think we covered a lot of it. Yeah. Let us know what you think about the Cambium. Please, because I really can't gush enough, and I really want to take it to my wife and show her how cool it is, but I want to use it in a campaign, and who knows in the future, if I run a campaign for her, I don't want her to know what this thing is at all. No, this is one where you got to just shock the world. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And if you Uh. have used a Cambium or seen a Cambium in your campaign, let us know how... How that's gone. Like, right. Uh, yeah, how has your DM used it? Tome of Beasts came out three years ago, almost four years ago now. It's, oh, it, yeah. is, it is entirely possible that someone has seen a Cambium before. Exactly. I would love to hear Cambium stories if they're out there. I, I unfortunately fear that there aren't that many. No. But... Oh man, I would love to hear but how, how you've seen it. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone should have a Cambium story. <laughs> this creature should be right up there with the Tarask, with the Beholder, with yeah, all of these iconic characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would put this in a campaign over a Lich any day. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. At this point, Lich is just like meh. Exactly. This is this is, and it's. I want to go back to the Grave Behemoth. This is like. It, to, to be really simple about it, this is a nice new flavor on something. It's a nice sure. new flavor on a big bad. Oh, yeah. You know, there is an intelligence there. There is a unique evil genius there, I think. And it's the kind of the kind of big bad that you can use in different forms mm-hmm. every step of the way, every level. There's something that you can slide in there mm-hmm. until they get to them at the end. Yeah. Give, give them figure out ways to give them clues oh yeah and there's a there's a lot there just in that it's just a page it's a single page yeah a couple little paragraphs and some abilities but the way that 
again the way that Cobalt does things. I mean, just again, look at the look at the at will spells. Alter self, detect thoughts, hold person, plane shift, spare the dying, cure wounds, protection from poison, heal. Just just yeah. so cool to to see those spells that were clearly clearly chosen based on okay, this thing does these things. How does that translate mechanically yeah. to D D? Exactly. Yeah, there's there is a lot of thought that went into this monster in general. Yeah, it is, it's I can see that. Hats yeah. off to Cobalt. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Well, there you have it. That's the cambium for this week. The stuff of nightmares. So cool. Again, let us know what you think about the cambium. And in general, let us know if you there's a full list of the monster manuals that we use on the Random Encounters page on fecklessmoms.com. Reach out to us. Let us know if you want to see something used that you specifically like that you haven't heard of anyone talk before. Uh, we'd be more than willing to do that. That sounds like a blast. And while you are on the site, hop on over to iTunes or you can't really you can't rate things on Spotify, but go over to iTunes. Give us a rating and review. That's how people see us. And I know the the market's flooded with D and D podcasts, actual play and otherwise. But but we it'd be pretty cool for people to to get their ears on these random monsters because who knows? Oh, you know what? Tell your DM to listen to this podcast. That's a good. That's a good one. And then beware the cambium. And then beware the cambium. Hashtag beware the cambium. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another week of Random Encounters. Come on back next week for another random monster from a random monster manual, and we will discuss it. I cannot promise that it's going to be as cool as the Cambium. I can't. I genuinely can't. But we can hope. Even if it meets the coolness of the Mephits, I'll be happy. But, yeah, the Cambium, it's up there. It's up there. So, until next week, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And uh, this is Random Encounters. <laughs>